Common Sense. This is Common Sense Christianity. Sorry for that big pause right there. I forgot to start the podcast. So, uh, as always, I'm your host, Ethan Foster, here today with another episode. Guys, I wish we could talk about something different or more positive or, uh, or literally anything else. But unfortunately, with the way things are going right now, we have to stay on the same subject, stay on the same topic, and we have to, um, we have to unite together, my friends. It is going to be hard. We have a hard road ahead to making progress in this country, to making changes in this country to the, the way we treat each other. And one of the ways we can change this is by changing the ways we communicate with each other and stop dividing our country uh, in unnecessary ways. Let me elaborate. When I go onto social media and onto Instagram, every pretty much everybody's posting uh, stuff about Black Lives Matter, George Floyd, and and all of that is good. But then I hear people attacking Republicans, attacking the president. Why I hear people attacking the Democrats, attacking left-leaning people. And see, it causes a dividing line that is unnecessary to be there. It causes division that was never there, but we make it happen. And that is a problem. That is unjust. Because everyone in this country, almost everyone agrees that this was an egregious um, and horrible incident that happened with Mr. Floyd, and agrees that there is a problem with police brutality. But when we divide ourselves against each other, progress will never be made in this country. And when we continue to riot and burn down our own communities and burn down our own homes and burn down our own businesses, and burn down our very way of life. We will never make progress in this country. People keep saying riots are the only way to invoke change. If that were true, then why are the riots that we, that some of our sick brothers and sisters are doing, whether white or black, why are we burning down our own businesses? owned by, by black people or other minorities? Why are we looting and reinforcing negative stereotypes? See, it's not about George Floyd anymore for, for um, the rioters. In fact, it may have never been about it. It is about taking advantage and using an opportunity to do criminal actions because the mayors and the police are not stopping these people. And that's a problem. That is injustice. When I see communities of fellow brothers and sisters that are being burned to the ground, people who don't have insurance, people who don't have that much money, When I see that, that is injustice. That is tyranny. 
That is anarchy. I should say, not tyranny. I'm correcting myself there. It is sickening to see my communities being destroyed. And we should universally uh, denounce this and stop it. But unfortunately, because of the divides in this great nation of ours, we can't. We can't agree on the most basic principles, most basic things. Something that is very common sense, that is very reasonable, we cannot agree on. And again, I get the frustration. But frustration does not mean you burn down your own communities. That's counterproductive. Because it's not about being frustrated. It's about taking opportunities. Now, I want to say something really quick here. The protesters, the Black Lives Matter movement is not doing this. There are black people doing it. There are white people. There are Asians doing it. It has been instigated by far left and far right organizations. And Antifa and white supremacist organizations. So we cannot mix together the rioters and the protesters because the protesters are doing an honorable thing trying to fight for equality and justice in this country. Now, I may have my few disagreements with them. And here's another dividing line that we Americans have set up ourselves. That if you disagree, you're the problem. That if you disagree, you're a racist. If you disagree, you have white privilege. If you disagree, you are hurting the African-American community. Disagreement is just words, my friends. It's just thoughts. And again, there is not really any disagreement here. But of course, we make them and uh, we just divide ourselves. And it is the saddest thing to see my country fall apart because of something that we all agree on. Racism is evil. Racism should be fought against. And that the killing of innocent black men is a tragedy. And we need to do something about it. We all agree on this. From Ben Shapiro to Bernie Sanders, we all agree on that simple uh, principle. But again, we divide ourselves. The house divided itself cannot stand. That's a very familiar quote, but unfortunately, we as a people have not learned that. So, my friends, I'm going to ask something that makes me almost want to cry. It makes it gives me such a pain in my heart that I don't want to think about it. But this year, and what has been happening lately has made me think about it. Is our country going to end? Are we going to divide into a country of just blue states and red states? Black people and white people? What are we going to do? Because if we cannot agree on basic principles and basic rights and basic morality, then we don't have a country. We don't have a future together as Americans. America will cease to exist. And that, my friends, is the biggest fear I have in my life. My biggest fear isn't getting uh, killed by the police.
My biggest fear isn't racism happening to me. My biggest fear isn't China or Russia or any other adversary we have. My biggest fear is seeing the country I've grown up in and have grown to love and that millions of people have grown to love and the country that has given people freedom. My greatest fear is that it will disappear. And that is what we are seeing here. Because, again, the most basic things we can't even unite on. We can't even fight against together. Because we are too busy alienating people. And that, my friends, is the worst thing I've seen in my life. Black Lives Matter and all the other organizations, the NAACP, fighting against racism, they're fighting the good fight. But my problem with them is they isolate people through politics. They might deny it, but it is there is no denying it. It is a very simple and true fact. And that, my friends, is why we as a country are falling apart. And it's not just Black Lives Matter. It's other organizations too. And we as individuals continue to fight against each other when we are not the enemies. It is the racist it is the people who hate America and hate America ideals of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The people that hate that are our enemies. I want to make one final point. If you truly hate injustice, if you truly hate racism, then you won't stop here in America from fighting it. America is one of the least racist countries today on planet Earth. And I will stand by that comment. Do we have racists? Yes. Does white privilege exist? In a way, it does. But we can go to China. We can go to North Korea. We can go to Europe. Racism against African Americans and other, race, uh, other races is much more prevalent. And they do not have the freedom to protest. They do not have the freedom to talk trash about their government, and a lot of them do not have the freedom to overthrow corrupt politicians. So, my friends, that is why I love this country. Because despite all our errors, despite all our faults, at the end of the day, every few years, well, every year in November, we have elections. Whether it's a representative, whether it's the president, whether it's a senator... We have elections to change the path of this country. And that is another thing I don't understand. This is one of the few times I will divide party lines. Is that when I talk to my African American friends. And they say we want change in this country. And I say okay. Well vote for it. They say well it's not enough. We've already voted and we haven't gotten change. Here's my thing. The people that run Minneapolis, the people that run Chicago, the people that run Baltimore, the people that run California, all these places have severe police brutality. At least we've seen it on the news. What party do they belong to? And that party... The African-American community has been voting for for 50 years. 
ever since Lyndon B. Johnson. That party hasn't provided any change, any benefit, nothing to the African-American community. Now, I'm not saying go to the opposite party. I'm saying if you want change, vote for it. Don't vote for the same people. Vote for it. Try it out. See if the other side's doctrine is any better. See what it can do for your community. This is not an endorsement. This is pointing out the simple truth of the matter. And that is the point I want to make. Because at the end of the day, Black Lives Matter and the NAACP, they are organizations for the Democrat Party. And they isolate people like me that aren't Democrats. They isolate people like me who think conservative and think libertarian. They isolate people like me who don't agree to a narrative. And that is a problem. And that is why our country is falling apart. My friends, stay in prayer. Whether you're Democrat or Republican, go out to your friends. I challenge you to do this. Go out to your friends that you disagree with and reach out to them in love. Say, I want to understand you better. I want to understand your position better. That's what I'm going to challenge myself to do. I'm going to go to my Democrat friends. And I'm going to try and understand their position better. I'm going to try and understand why they think a certain way. Why they believe certain things. Because when we begin to understand the other side of the political spectrum, of a religious spectrum, then we can begin to make change and unite as a country and save America. God bless you guys. Share this. Spread the message. Stay safe, guys.